0: Hi, Jay Fallon. Thank you for listening to The Slippy Slope. So uh, something that uh, I've noticed, I mean, we probably all have noticed really, but uh, something that's bothered me particularly in uh, probably the last 12 months, maybe more, but uh, it's just become more prevalent, I think, in the last 12 months, is this in the Christian, the so-called Christian church, uh, and amongst Christians in general, this this acceptance, this willingness to accept sin, uh, and we've seen it here in Australia. I'll talk about what's happened. Obviously, a little bit of what's happened here in Australia, we've seen this, well, this uh, almost collapse, I suppose, of the Hillsong brand. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk. call it the brand of Hillsong and what's happened there. And because all of these issues come into light uh, surrounding Brian Houston and other members, other leaders within uh, that organisation. And it, the more stories that you see, the more things that come out, you realise that there's been this acceptance Amongst the leadership, this acceptance within that uh, church brand, we'll call them. It's, you know, it's a bit, uh, anyway, within that organization, there's this acceptance of sin. Um, well, I'll, I'll bring to you, uh, I'm going to play this other video. And uh, just, I think it, it really clarifies it, it shows where the church as a whole. I think is is going because what it really, what's really struck me the last uh, probably just the last couple of months is how the church, whether it be the so-called evangelical movement or the more traditional movement, whatever it is, but churches in general, I've seen it here, even here in Australia, where there's a more of a general acceptance of sin and acceptance of the lies, acceptance of lies, of the lies of the world. Uh, And I think this video will go about helping to clarify why we suddenly have this acceptance, why we have this push to accept. And uh, I'm going to read a little bit of scripture later on. Anyway, I'll play this video for you.
1: A Christian theology lecturer has been sacked after he tweeted that homosexuality is invading the church. The full tweet said, Homosexuality is invading the church. Evangelicals no longer see the severity of this because they're busy apologizing for their apparently barbaric homophobia. Whether or not it's true, this is a gospel issue, by the way. If sin is no longer sin, we no longer need a savior. Dr. Aaron Edwards, who is 37 years old and a father of five, was fired last week for misconduct by Cliff College, a Methodist college in Derbyshire, following a disciplinary hearing. He is now in the process of appealing the decision. Uh, Joining me now is Dr. Aaron Edwards himself, the Christian theology lecturer in question. Aaron, I've got a whole host of questions for you, but I've got to start with, what is sin?
2: What is sin? Well, that's a very good question and one that many churches ought to do well to reflect on today. Um, So sin is what separates us from God. It's when we have contravened God's law, God's standards of holiness that he sets out and gives us for our own benefit. Um, and for our own goodness. And so when we contravene those, we are under God's judgment. But the wonderful thing about the gospel is that it, you know, we have the the kind of possibility of repenting of that sin and receiving God's wonderful mercy and forgiveness. Um, whereas sin itself, obviously, is that which separates God. He doesn't tolerate sin, but he can forgive sin upon repentance.
1: I, that's very good. I think we'll come back to that. But because I want to ask you why you tweeted the tweet, because some people will say it was provocative. Some people will say it's hateful. Mm. What's your uh, reasoning?
2: Yeah, for me, it's, it was a, a, an imperative for the time we're in a, a, as the church. I think that we're seeing a, a growing LGBT, LGBT agenda. And I think it's one thing to see that happen out in the world beyond the church, but when it comes into the church, I think that's a time when those who want to stand upon the, the Orthodox Christian faith and need to speak up and speak out and and not allow the toleration of sin because God doesn't tolerate sin. He can forgive sin, but he doesn't tolerate it. And so when the church, as it were, gives its blessing to God giving its blessing for same-sex relationships as the Anglican church did recently, uh, I find that particularly offensive as a Christian. And I think Christians need to stand up for the word of God at that time. So that's why I tweeted what I tweeted. I don't think I was trying to cause trouble on purpose, but I, of course, I knew that it, it might you know, be a difficult thing for some to hear, but I think it's something that evangelicals especially, and really anyone who wants to stand upon the word of God needs to be awake to at this time.
1: Well, some would say that the gospel is the most scandalous story of all time, and it's difficult to talk about the gospel and claim the truth without causing a bit of offense and controversy. Um, Aaron, could you explain yeah. how hatred and Christianity are contradictory? A lot of people might not necessarily think that it's the case.
2: Yes, I- I aren't contradictory. Why they are Did contradictory? You say? Because people will say that yeah, your yeah. views are hateful. Absolutely, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, so I, I think that people will basically see the the conflation of um, a particular sin that someone might take as their per, as their identity, and when, when you challenge that sin, and someone's already said, "Well, that's who I am," it sounds like you are hating that person. And of course, Christians have long separated, you know, the difference between ha- hating sin and hating the sinner. It's a, it's necessary to hate sin. Um, especially if you want to uh, honor god in this life and i think god hates sin it's really important that we make that clear anyone who's read their bible will see that god really hates sin but he loves sinners who repent and come to him um, and say actually i have sinned and i repent of that we all sin we're all under god's judgment but actually there's a wonderful message of christianity it's called the good news precisely because god has overcome that in the gospel uh, as, we, as we'll be learning about those of you who are going to get to church this easter uh, that is what the story of the cross and resurrection is all about. So it's not a message of hate. It's actually a message that's good for you to, to, to actually overcome the problem of sin, which has plagued humanity forever. And so I think that's a really important thing to, to get clear. It's a good thing to hate sin. It's not a bad thing.
1: Well, you could say it's a message of love. And we have a generation of people who have never heard the word no. And when you hear the word no for the first time, it seems like hate. But we had Dr. Gavin Ashenden on a moment ago who was talking about this situation with the German uh, bishops in the Roman Catholic Church. We've obviously got the same issue in the Anglican Church in the Church of England. And you're facing a similar problem with the Methodists. We will have to read a statement of theirs soon. But the the link between all of them is they seem to think to make a church a safe place for people, you have to affirm their life view rather than challenge it. What do you say to that?
2: yeah I, and I, I think i, I think it's a, a it those things are not compatible so you can't just say actually I, I want to live my life however i want and i also want a holy god to accept me and therefore a church which uh, is an ambassador of that holy god in this world whatever the denomination it is um if you're standing up for jesus christ in this world if you're claiming to be a disciple of him and especially if you're a leader a shepherd of others who are following him in this world you don't just get to say um can, can i affirm something that god doesn't affirm you don't get the license to do that none of us do and so i think the issue we have in our culture as you say people haven't learned how to hear no they haven't grown up knowing actually that that's that can be a positive a good thing a good good parental good, thing even
1: it's good parenting absolutely yeah that's what that's what god the father is all about uh, dr aaron edwards thank you so much for this keep fighting the good fight that is christian theology lecturer dr aaron edwards
0: so listen, okay. So there, was, I thought it was a great interview, and uh, some really good explanations there. An explanation about what sin is. I'll just go back to what uh, quote, uh, what uh, what he said. He said, um, "So sin is what separates us from God. It's when we have contravened God's law, God's standards of holiness." It's And I think we've got to remember that it's God's standards of holiness. It's not our standards of holiness. It's God's standard. Our standard is always going to fall very, very, very short. So it's God's standards of holiness that he sets out and gives us for our benefits and for our own goodness. And so when we contravene those, we are under God's judgment. But the wonderful thing, so it sounds very harsh, but he also says, comes out and says, you know, but the wonderful thing about the the Gospel is that if you know we have the kind of possibility of repenting of that sin and receiving God's wonderful mercy and forgiveness, wherein whereas sin itself obviously is that uh, which separates God, he doesn't separates us from God, he doesn't tolerate sin, He can forgive sin upon repentance but he doesn't tolerate it and later on in the interview he goes and say that uh, christians people of the christian faith need to speak up and speak out and not allow the toleration of sin because god doesn't tolerate sin he can forgive but he doesn't tolerate uh so and, and this is what i've noticed I think it's what I've noticed. Uh, it's more prevalent of late within the church. Now, it never surprised me when you see some of these weird beliefs, and you see uh, politicians, um, entertainers, you know, people just living their lives in the world. They come out and they 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 speak these absolute lies. You know, I had this. Um, I had. Put out that video about the Queensland politician, uh, the lady, the Minister for Women, uh, talking about how, I think her statement was, you know, anyone who says they are a woman is a woman. Well, you know, like I said, we know that's a lie. We know that's a lie. And we shouldn't just accept what she says just because she is the uh, Minister for Women for the Queensland government. We should step out and say, well, speak out and say, no, this is a lie. You're not speaking the truth. Uh however, it, it at the same time it doesn't surprise me because you know that uh you know these people aren't saved. They don't claim to know the gospel uh and they're they are really deceived by the system that we live in by the or they're deceived by the devil, but they're also it's that system, that B system that we live under. However, it seems like the church, people who call themselves Christians, are also allowing this acceptance of of falsehoods. They're allowing this acceptance of falsehoods, and they're also allowing sin into the church. And instead of speaking out and saying, well, no, this is sin, And you cannot do it. You shouldn't do it. This is sin. Uh, This is what the Bible says. This isn't my opinion. This is what the Bible says. And this should not be allowed. This should not be tolerated. We are seeing this growing toleration for sin and sinful lives playing out within the church and within church leadership. Uh, You know, I hear people say, well, God, God loves me no matter what. And it's. Uh, well, yeah, God, it's 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 kind of a twisting of of the truth. God does love us. God loves everyone. God died. God sent His Son Jesus to die for everyone, everyone. However, there's there's conditions. He, he can turn around and say, "Yep, God loves me, and God will accept me." But That's conditional on you accepting that God sent his son Jesus to die for you. He made the ultimate sacrifice and you can't just continue on living your sinful life. You can't just continue on and say, well, I want to accept the love and the grace of God and I want to be able to serve. I want to be able to still do these things. I want to be able to serve in leadership in the church, but I also still want to continue on with the sin in my life it it just god doesn't tolerate sin. I think we're we're living uh if if that's the kind of person you are, you I mean we've seen the collapse like I said of what's happened with with Hillsong. I think it's a uh I, I would hope I would pray that these leaders realize their mistakes and uh, are on their face repenting. And I think you're in a dangerous situation if you think that you can just uh Live, continue on with sin in your life, and then but stand up in some kind of a leadership role uh, and try and lead others and lead the church and be involved in church leadership. and yet you' you'll you're, well, for one, the church leadership is tolerating, tolerating your sin, <laughs> knowingly tolerating it, and then you are turning around and say, well, you know, God loves us no matter what. But God doesn't tolerate the sin. I think you're playing with a uh, dangerous thing. But this this is what we've seen uh, more and more within the church globally. Um, I just want to show. Oh, I'm going to read. I was trying to work out. You know why is it? Why is it that the church? Uh, why is it that the world uh, believes lies? Like some of the things that we see, the world believes, uh, like the. Yeah, like the the minister who turns around and says, um, the politi- political minister, not church minister, the political minister who turns around and says, you know, uh, anyone that says they're a woman is a woman. That's a blatant lie. Um, why does why is it that the world just believes these crazy, crazy things that we know are not true? And then why is the church allowing these things uh, falsehoods into the into the church as well and allowing things allowing falseness, allowing lies, uh, why are they allowing sin? And when I was reading uh, John, I was reading about, I was thinking, you know, the Bible, Jesus calls uh, Satan the father of lies. And I will read from John chapter eight thirty one. Uh It says, then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, if you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. They answered him, we are Abraham's descendants and have never been in bondage to anyone. How can you say you will be made free? Jesus answered them, most assuredly, I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin. And a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides forever. Therefore, if the son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. 37, they said, "Uh, I know, Oh, sorry, Jesus said, I know that you are Abraham's descendants, but you seek to kill me. Because my word has no place in you. I speak what I've seen with my father and you do what you have seen with your father. They answered and said to him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said to them, if you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. But now you seek to kill me, a man who has told you the truth. Which I heard from God. Abraham did not do this. You do the deeds of your father. Then they said to him, we were not born of fornication. We have one father, God. Jesus said to them, if God were your father, you would love me. For I proceeded forth and came from God, nor have I I come of myself, but he sent me. Why do you not understand my speech? Because you are not able to listen to my word. You are of your father, the devil and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. But because I tell you the truth, you do not believe me. Which of you convicts me of sin? And if I tell the truth, why do you not believe me? He who is of God, he is God's word. Therefore, you do not hear because you are not of God. It really struck me when, when God's talking, uh, when Jesus is talking and saying, um, you know, you are not, why do you not understand my speech? That's a question. But he goes on to say, to tell them why, because you are not able to listen to my word, because you are of your father, the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. He, the devil, was a murderer from the beginning, and he, the devil, does not stand in, and he does not stand in the truth, because there is no truth in him. I'm sitting there thinking, why does the world, the whole world seem to be accepting things that just so obviously are not true. And when you read the Bible and you read you're reading uh about the tribulation, you read what uh the book of uh revelation when it's describing the tribulation period, and you know, everyone's going to be worshiping the antichrist, worshiping this beast, the mark, uh, you know, taking the mark, accepting these lies. Uh it's i I was I just, I struggled to see how. At one point, um, you know, I always thought, man, how are people just going to be so deceived that they accept these things and just go along with it? They accept things which which when you read about it, when you as a Christian, I sit to think, it seems so obvious that it's not right. It's not true. But then you forget that what, what Jesus is saying, you're they are of the devil, their father, the devil. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources. But because I tell the truth, Jesus is saying, because I tell the truth, you do not believe me. It just, it really struck me. The, whole, the reason why the world is going along and believing lies is because they just, they cannot christians will stand there and read the bible and tell them the truth of god and and yet they still believe the blatant blatant lies even when you (laughs) blatant lies even when you point out the science of why this you know why gender is is binary and all these kinds of things they still believe and preach the blatant lies. And now we see these kinds of thoughts permeating throughout the church, infiltrating the church, probably a better way of putting it. And we see, and we either see churches who are just accepting and telling us that we have to accept this sin, uh, like the, the LGBTQ inclusion sin, or we just see churches like what's happened in Hillsong, just accepting the bad behavior, accepting the sin, not shining a light on the things that are wrong and just accepting it and and thinking, well, it's all right, we can just go along with it because they don't want to hear the truth. They're not able to listen to God's word. Look, I, I'm not here sitting sitting as if um I'm not here sitting talking as if I haven't got struggles of my own things that I don't need to deal with try and deal with all the time haven't uh you know haven't fallen disgracefully uh, in earlier time periods in my life. All I can say is that if we want to serve God, if we want to love God. If we want, if we're going to call ourselves Christians and serve God, we do need to be dealing with the sin in our lives, the sin in our lives, asking God to help us deal with it, however hard as that can be at times. And it's not good enough. It's just not good enough for the so-called churches Churches that say that they believe in, uh, in the Lord Jesus Christ, believe in the grace of God, believe in the forgiveness of sin to be tolerating sin in our church leaderships. It's just not good enough. That's just my opinion. Thank you for listening to The Slippery Slope.